Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast series. My name is Natalie Tornisi, and I am a billing manager at Outsource Strategies. I wanted to talk a little bit about abdominal aortic aneurysms, also referred to as AAA. I will go over uh, the condition as well as some coding guidelines. Um, AAA refers to the stretching and blood-filled bulging in a part of the aorta that runs through your abdomen. The aorta runs from your heart through the center of your chest and abdomen. It's the main blood vessel that supplies oxygen-rich blood from the heart to the rest of the body. Um, the AAA occurs when an area of the aorta becomes very large and balloons out. Being the largest blood vessel, the aorta can cause serious problems if it enlarges or ruptures. It can lead to severe pain and massive internal bleeding or hemorrhaging. Um, it can be very risky condition uh, if it's not detected early and treated correctly. Uh, depending on the size of the aneurysm and its speed of growth, treatment modalities will vary. Uh, if the physician determines that the patient's aneurysm is small and not growing fast, it is safe to just watch the aneurysm carefully. On the other hand, if it becomes large and is about to rupture, emergency surgery may be the safest choice. In some cases, a physician may put in a type of graft called a stent to fix the aneurysm without doing any major surgery. According to reports from Medscape, uh, ruptured uh, AAA is the 13th leading cause of death in the U.S. It causes an estimated 15,000 deaths per year. It's generally classified on the basis of their size and at the speed of which they grow. Small or slow-growing AAAs less than 5.5 centimeters have a low risk of rupture. On the other hand, a large or fast-growing one uh, greater than 5.5 centimeters are more likely, the, more likely to rupture. Uh, as I said, a rupture can cause uh, internal bleeding and other serious complications. The size and the speed of growth are the two main factors that help predict the health effects of the aneurysm and decide further treatment options. The larger the aneurysm, the more likely it is to be treated with surgery. These type of aneurysms also need to be treated if they are causing symptoms or if they are leaking blood. Physicians will often recommend that it is safer to monitor the aneurysm with regular abdominal ultrasounds than to treat them. The cause of these aneurysms is unknown. However, certain factors have been shown to increase the risk factors associated with the condition. These risk factors include smoking, people with uh, arthrosclerosis, vascular inflammation, family history of heart disease or heart conditions, high cholesterol, blood pressure, previous aneurysms, bacterial fungal infections in the aorta, and also obesity. In addition, men who are older than 65 and have a peripheral anthosclerotic vascular disease are at the greatest risk of suffering an aneurysm. Some aneurysms remain small while others grow. If they grow slowly without any symptoms, abdominal aortic aneurysms are difficult to detect until they rupture. In some cases, uh, certain types of aneurysms will never rupture. Common symptoms of an enlarging aneurysm uh, include sudden pain in your abdomen or back, pain that spreads from your abdomen or back to your pelvis, legs, or buttocks, a pulsating feeling near, near the navel, dizziness and shortness of breath, or increased heart rate.
The diagnosis always starts with a detailed clinical exam where the physician may check for any specific bulge in your aneurysm. They, are, they may order diagnostic tests like chest x-rays, abdominal ultrasounds, CAT scans of the abdomen, maybe an MRI may be performed to analyze the nature of the bulge. Treatment modalities involve careful medical monitoring or surgery to prevent them from rupturing. Physicians may perform surgery to repair or remove the damaged tissue depending on the size, rate of growth, and the location of the aneurysm. Regular imaging tests will be performed to check you know, for any changes in the size of the aneurysm. Um, most aortic aneurysms do not cause any specific symptoms, like I said, until they rupture, which is why they are so dangerous. They can progressively dilate over time. And one of the biggest concerns is that it can rupture and cause that significant uh, internal bleeding, which can be fatal. Uh, it's imperative to screen those people at risk, and once diagnosed, the size of the aneurysm should be monitored periodically. Uh, and really large ones should, of course, be surgically repaired before they rupture. The primary way of screening includes an abdominal ultrasound. The screening test is easy to perform, it's non-invasive, and does not involve radiation. It's highly, highly accurate. The potential benefit of screening and detecting and repairing it before it ruptures um, is, is our greatest concern. When filing claims for screening tests, you know, you should always use uh, certain CPT codes to ensure proper billing and reimbursement. I will include a transcript along with this podcast outlining those associated codes. Uh, the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force recently published recommendations for abdominal aortic aneurysm screening and how to code for this potentially life-saving test. The new screening guidelines apply to adults that are age 50 or older who do not have any signs or symptoms of AAA. The screening guidelines include men age 65 to 75 years old who have never smoked. They should have a, a one-time test for abdominal aortic aneurysm with ultrasonography. Men age 60 years and older with a family history should consider regular screening of this condition. Clinicians selectively offer screening for men uh, age 65 to 75 who had never smoked rather than routinely screening all men in this group. Uh, the task force recommends against routine screening with ultrasonography in women who have never smoked and have no family history. Uh, reporting this condition, of course, and these tests can be very complex. So it's really important that uh, you understand exactly what you're looking to uh, bill out and what type of reimbursement you're looking for. I hope this helps, but always remember that documentation and a thorough knowledge of payer regulations and guidelines is critical to ensure accurate reimbursement for the procedures performed. Thank you for listening.